So this is probably going to be a short one, but it's about obstructive sleep apnea. Obstructive sleep apnea, aka OSA, can exist alone or in combination with obesity hypoventilation syndrome, which is called OHS. In a patient with neck fat, fatigue, and sleep disturbances, these are all consistent with obstructive sleep apnea, who also has progressive dyspnea on exertion in the setting of morbid obesity is indicative of obesity hypoventilation syndrome. Patients with obstructive sleep apnea in the absence of obesity hypoventilation syndrome experience hypoventilation only at night with transient hypoxia and hypercapnia that resolve when the patient is awake. However, in people with obesity hypoventilation syndrome, physical restriction of the thoracic cavity caused by excess thoracic tissue continues throughout the day, resulting in chronic hypoxia and hypercapnia. So in obesity hypoventilation syndrome, thorax is reduced uh, in movement and so it's restricted physically and so you have chronic hypoxia and hypercapnia throughout the day. In an effort to maintain a normal pH, the kidneys increase bicarbonate retention and decrease chloride reabsorption. So to repeat that, to maintain a normal pH, the kidneys increase bicarb retention and decrease chloride resorption. So bicarb is taken up, chloride is uh, not reabsorbed as much. Uh, and so this is done via the bicarbonate chloride exchangers in the intercalated cells of the distal nephron. And this creates a compensatory metabolic acidosis or metabolic alkalosis. So to maintain a normal pH, kidneys increase bicarb retention and decrease chloride resorption to create a compensatory metabolic alkalosis. In the setting of chronic hypoxia, Patients with obesity hypoventilation syndrome can develop pulmonary hypertension uh, due to hypoxic vasoconstriction with eventual core pulmonality, which is right heart failure, which can cause peripheral edema. So patients with obesity hypoventilation syndrome can have pulmonary hypertension because they're hypoxic, so their lungs vasoconstrict. Um, and then you get core pulmonality and right heart failure due to the pulmonary hypertension. And that can lead to peripheral edema. Systemic hypertension is common with both isolated obstructive sleep apnea and comorbid obstructive sleep ap apnea with obesity hypoventilation syndrome, possibly due to hypoxic triggering of the sympathetic nervous system and increased levels of circulating catecholamines. So the uh, learning educational objective here was patients with combined obesity hypoventilation syndrome and obstruction sleep apnea can develop chronic hypoxia and hypercapnia with a compensatory metabolic alkalosis, secondary erythrocytosis, pulmonary hypertension, and core pulmonality, which is right heart failure. There we go.